Hi, this is Jen, and this is the Let's Chat Paranormal Podcast. I'm here with my brother, Eric, and my boyfriend, Jesse. Say hi, guys. What's going on? How's it going? Okay, we're here for episode 36, and we're going to be talking about the kukui. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> and uh, if you guys aren't familiar, that's basically the Hispanic version of the Boogeyman. Yes, and there's there's many, many Boogeymen out there. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's it's a regional thing. As we've so. learned. Boogeymen. Oh, yeah. Bo- Boogeymen. Well, uh, that's what? actually something that people argue. Is it the same entity? You know, oh. is it... I, I want to say it's uh, Mon- Monsters, Inc. kind of <laughs> format. <laughs> some, of, some of the ones that I found that I looked for around the world are definitely not the same one. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's going to be great. It's This is going to be a very Eric-focused episode. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to give you my sultry voice for most of the episode. Woo-woo. <laughs> <laughs> I got to work up them goth ladies. Yeah, I, oh, gosh. <laughs> Uh, well, I get to enjoy my margarita. <laughs> That's because uh, she's like, uh, Jesse gets no cookies. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was all like, I'm going to tell Eva you, you said everything. <laughs> I cut that part of the episode out so nobody would bring you cookies. <laughs> <laughs> That's dirty. Damn. 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 Anyways. <laughs> That's jealous outside oh, girlfriend there. I, I'm very jealous. But anyways, <laughs> enough about us. Um, all right. So you feel can, free to bring me cookies. Though. Don't bring cookies. Anyways, you can find us on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, pod, Podcasts, Spotify, and I can't remember the other place. I finally saw where it was. Uh, that other or like well, one of the Stitcher other. or no, it was like something Pod, and I was like, okay whatever huh. <laughs> it's at 10 percent. i was like is that one person making up 10 <laughs> percent?" oh you know what uh while we're on the topic of you know everybody uh, going to listen to the podcast i would really like to hear everybody's opinion maybe my sister wouldn't because she's shy hmm. but the opinion of my sister's artwork so good isn't it so good yeah, uh, i would like to hear some thoughts or like if you would want to see a specific type of drawing that's not weird yeah, like we've encouraged before, if you do have like a description of something that you've seen, uh, go ahead and send it in. You know, uh, she can probably sketch it out for you. Yeah, or uh, we could also encourage Jesse to draw this burnt person that's appearing oh, in our house. Because yeah. I don't want to do that. Well, you took away all the black crayons. Also, do you really, do you really want to uh, invest in that much finger paint? <laughs> we'll just buy the bathtub paint. <laughs> oh God. Oh, I'm sorry. Please um, bring me cookies, though. Don't bring cookies. <laughs> bring Jesse cookies. What kind of cookies? Hashtag bring Jesse cookies. <laughs> it doesn't really matter as long as the, the thought is there and, you know, oh, the love, the love is there, yeah, minus the bodily yeah. fluids or, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, ooh. Oh, to, you know. Wow. Okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. what, is, what is the... The, the voodoo Louisiana. one? Yeah, the voodoo one. No, let's not go Louisiana voodoo <laughs> style, please. Yeah, any hoosers, enough about oh, that. Oh, no. Um, yeah, uh, make sure wherever you listen to us to rate, subscribe to us, share with your friends and family. You can send in your stories to letschatparanormal at gmail.com and you can find us on Facebook and Instagram also at letschatparanormal. We're definitely growing on our Podbean stats, so I'm very happy about that. So definitely yeah, keep on yeah. sharing. We're getting thicky. I like it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, and I and please send in your stories. I know I've had a couple of people say like, "I'm going to send them in." I swear, and they never do. But 
For real, send them in. Don't be like, calling people out. I just want to, I want to, like, I I want to hear y'all stories. <laughs> this I is why I D. started it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Details. <laughs> um, I, I'm going to attribute the growth to my native call to the goth ladies out there. I've been putting it in subliminally. Oh, gosh. So. <laughs> <laughs> Eric's the one that does, like, all of the, the actual mastering of the audio and everything, so... I'm just the one that edits out we parts about Jesse. We figured out the perfect pitch <laughs> yeah. to, to, to get to, get to goth ladies. Yeah. What is it uh, from, what is it? Oh, Josie and the Pussycats where uh, oh, that, that movie where she's like got the recording. You want to be my best friend. I'm the coolest or something like that. <laughs> I haven't seen that movie. Never seen that movie. Yeah, I've seen it once. Oh my once, gosh, I love Josie and the Pussycats. And I think it was because cats. you were watching it. That's why. Well, I love Josie and the Pussycats. So anyways. <laughs> um, okay, so any creepy updates? I do not have any. Jesus? Um, I wouldn't say more creepy updates as in like um, creepy happenings, I guess. Tell me these creepy happenings. Uh, well, I was out in... Uh, my job requires me to go to a bunch of, you know, outskirts of Texas and whatnot. So I was at this one particular place uh, for a patient, and um, I got kind of lost, turned around, and there was this farmhouse, super dilapidated. And I get off to see if I'm at the correct place because, you know, it, it's literally GPS signal drops. And sometimes these people will help you find a place. They'll be like, no, you know, go back down that way. You're like two three houses off kind right, of thing right and uh, i'm looking around looking around nothing this old man comes out of it and he goes hey can i help you and i go yeah you know uh, i'm looking for such and such and he goes oh they don't live here and then he just walks back into the <laughs> farm out like little uh, threshold and i'm like well can you think you could and i like literally look inside the threshold this place is gutted there's like no walls <clears throat> no nothing past that part it's just open field after that the guy's gone what the fuck? The guy ghosted me. Yeah, oh, he did shit. that walking against the wind bullshit. Oh, what wow. the fuck? <laughs> wow. And I'm thinking That's like, cool. okay, well, he's going to pop out of here somewhere. So I'm walking around, walking around, just looking around. Nothing. Nothing. Nada. Wow. Zilp. And I'm like, okay, well, let me drive my truck a little bit further up. Maybe he's walking. Nothing. Went all the way through the property. And I was like, you know what? This is already freaking me out. I'm like, where did, did he go into the ground? Does he have like an underground bunker? <laughs> no shit. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's what I was thinking. I was like, because he Trying to rationalize it. Yeah. Just disappeared. Uh, and there's, it was that open place. And then the actual house house is about like a good 15 minute walk. No oh, shit. From where we were at. Because, you know, I pulled up in the truck and I don't want to go all the way into the property. That's kind of just scoping it out so i was like oh shit i was like well that's why i always say i don't like to be out there after dark goddamn (laughs) texas vampires i just want to say that uh, i just learned about these vampires by the way (laughs) no jesse's job like takes him into weird places sometimes and um you know like in teenage mutant ninja turtles movie where they're like waiting for the pizza to be delivered (laughs) that's what i imagine when he can't find the address i'm like maybe they're underground (laughs) what i specifically (laughs) called her for that because uh they had this one address and the gps dropped me like right in the middle of this like four like a field four ways. No, yeah. it, was, it was here in san antonio it was like a four-way intersection and uh, i'm calling my intake and they're like no dog you're at the right spot and i'm like i was like looking at the ground i was like are you down there? <laughs> <laughs> 
It just makes me think of the start movie. Start stomping your foot. Yeah. 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 When they're uh, pizza's free. Oh, what does it say? A uh, wise man uh, never pays full price for late pizza. <laughs> Sorry, that has oh, nothing man. to do with it. But that's what it always reminds me of. When Jesse gets lost, I'm all, did you look underground? <laughs> wow yeah okay i know yeah, um yeah. i i have a very minuscule creepy update wait were you done with yours yeah yeah it was just the oh, old okay. man like he and when i may say old i mean he meant like he looked old he had overalls uh the overalls are coming back no well, See, he, little do you know once he passed that threshold like he went, went down into, on like, all no yeah he went down on all fours and scurried away oh god like, that is a nightmare texas werewolf <laughs> oh my Something, gosh yeah. texas werewolves now wow no. okay i'm sure they're there <laughs> <laughs> bernie man it's filled with it oh gosh bernie werewolves <laughs> oh god <laughs> that's their actual high school mascot bernie it's werewolves a werewolf. yeah <laughs> Michael J. Fox. Yeah, I was about to say there's like somebody from Burning Off, like full Michael J. Fox going like, how does he know? I don't know. I don't understand that oh, reference, shit. but I'm gonna laugh. What? What? You don't know uh, Teen Wolf? Uh, Teen Wolf. Michael yeah. J. Fox. Sorry. And a later Jason Bateman is the Teen Wolf too. What year was that? Wow. <laughs> let's just move All right, on. Let's move on. Okay. Guys. Anyways. <laughs> Anyways. Um. So my very minuscule creepy update is that when. So, a lot of the time, I fall asleep first. Like, I'll go to the room and go by myself, and I'll I'll try to, like, fall asleep first, and Jesse will stay here in the living room because, like, he stays up till, like, fucking 2 o'clock in the goddamn morning, and then I'm an old lady. I need to go to sleep, like, at 10. Okay. I started hearing these weird, like, scratching noises. What? Yeah, and so I was just like... It's nothing. It's an old house. There's like clearly raccoons in the attic <laughs> at, and whatnot. But like it, it sounds like it's around the bed and like around it, the bed. Yeah, and it freaks me out. So in order to combat this, like at one point I like even spoke out loud in the dark. I was like, "Listen, I'm not gonna get up to look for you." <laughs> I was like, "So I'm just gonna put my music louder." And so that's what I did. I started putting the TV on to YouTube, like to this 12 hour video. Right. And it's just like calming, soothing music in the rain. And like, it's just got like this really like soft glow to it. What? Yeah. I'm just saying this is true because sometimes yeah. I'll go to the back room and I'm like, I'm in the fucking rainforest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, that's, that's my, that's my giant ass nightlight now yeah, <laughs> because wow. I'm so scared. Okay. And I'm just like. I, I literally feel like Arnold Schwarzenegger Predator. I'm like, the fuck is going on? Well, I'm just saying, like, e- son of a bitch. well, even <laughs> even with that TV on, with the soothing music, and even at the same time, I'm just like watching TikTok. I'm like, like in bed and whatnot. Like, I can still hear scratching sometimes. What if you heard someone giggling with you? Oh hell no! That's when that's when we'd all move out. Right? Yeah, that's when like, you'd be like, she's watching a funny video. That's a good one. Oh, no. Oh, man. Wow. <laughs> They're all hearted. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. But that's just my creepy update. It's been going, like, for maybe well, two or three weeks. I mean, that's uh, that's pretty... That's, like, a, that's a good coincidence considering we're covering, yeah. you know, the boogeyman. That's true. Also, a coincidence since Sal has been... You know, getting up and running to my room every goddamn night. What the fuck are you talking about? Your son sleeps under the bed when the kukui goes to go under the bed? Wait, wait. 
<laughs> Please go back to your bed. <laughs> yeah, no shit. Yeah, Sal is never in the same room. Well, you know what? Sal is like me, where like I constantly move from our room to the couch so the kukui can never get me. No, it's not that. Like he, He'll wake up, and I, because like I said, I'm up, and I'll see him, and like oh, shit, if she falls asleep on the couch, he'll go to the bed, and he'll be like, what the fuck where is she and he'll come and look at me and he's like looking at me with eyes like where is she and i'll go like that like point at the other couch and he'll like smile and he'll go around and then he'll like start shooing lolo away and like trying to jump in there yeah well anyways i'm sorry that's enough um all right are we ready for eric to start talking yeah. about Kukui? yeah 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 so okay so i want to apologize in advance because i tried singing uh, I don't have the best of singing voices, so uh, yeah, I'm sorry. Oh, don't get spooked. Oh, it's just a plane. Okay. Yeah, I was uh, gonna say. Just, don't or well, because usually, usually they're much louder, like deafening, oh. deafeningly loud. <clears throat> oh yeah, I, I used to live here. I remember the rattling of the windows. Yeah. Because like Lackland is like just ten miles away from here. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, so I did try to sing the lullaby of the El Cucuy. So it didn't, you know, come out as nice as I would have liked because I don't sing. Well, that's why we're not pop singers, Eric. <laughs> this is true. This is why we're trying to be podcasters. <laughs> you get what you get. <laughs> so uh, let's go ahead and just dive right into it. So uh, I'm sure everybody has an enca- not in, like a personal encounter with the El Cucuy, but, but everybody has heard of him. Or been and threatened by it. Threatened by it. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, like like I asked earlier, did do any of y'all have any like memories of y'all's? <laughs> well, I just remember Nene always like being you know, like the Cucuy's gonna get you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I don't remember that. Oh yeah, I I, I remember Nene like when we were little. little like saying, do you want the kukui to get you? You better get in bed. <laughs> See, for us in Laredo, it was completely different. The kukui was like more of a Tex-Mex thing. Huh. For us, it was uh, el chamuco mm-hmm. and the robachicos. And then you would get uh, uh, el coco. Yep, that yeah, that's yeah. You would get uh, mainly it was more, on my part, el chamuco. In which, he, but from what my uncle would tell me is he would... Uh, basically manifest out of the the dirt in Laredo. Oh, like, okay. Literally, you'd be outside if you were playing too long out there and not go inside when your parents would tell you a little dust devil would pop up. Like, you know, and he would come out of it glowing red eyes, little machete. Oh, shit. And he would, uh, he would chase you. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I uh, just, I, I love how all of these kukuis are, like, meant to, like, terrorize the misbehaving children <laughs> because for sure Papi would be the one to, to see Kukui but I also feel like he'd be like nah. <laughs> challenge accepted yeah, exactly. well I mean it, you, you gotta admit right our culture is very 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 steeped in uh, urban legend superstition oh, yeah. religion and all that so I mean there, there's a reason why there's many variations like like Jesse had mentioned a few uh, I know natives in Mexico also know him as the as El Viejito also mm-hmm. and you name the other two yeah uh, but yeah I mean this isn't just like native to Mexico I mean it, it, this is a Latin like yeah. belief system I'm- Actually, now that I remember, I remember when I first saw this music video by the Mars Volta. Oh, okay. That is like 
they the way that they depict him is like the perfect way that my uncle's grandparents would right, depict this right. guy. Like, oh shit, this is it's of like how he would look if okay. you were out there misbehaving and how he would approach you mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, in the human form. Oh, so, I gotta I gotta look at this. Yeah, the video. Uh, it's called Evia Evaya Guess. It's it's a it's a really great song. I don't oh, know. If, I know Evia. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Wait, yeah, no, yeah I know I'm exactly. The, I'm talking about the widow. What are you talking about? Oh, okay. Is it that one? I just know like that whole album was like. Yeah, no, it was Chef's the, Kiss. You no, know, it was, it's a music video. <laughs> the widow. It's actually like, it, it. I guess they're walking through like a border town. And the old man's walking through it. Oh, okay. And all the kids are literally going towards him. Oh, yeah. Okay, I remember. Oh. And he uses the the dreaded chicken foot to curse you. You know what? Just listen (laughs) to the whole album. Just fucking get your mind blown. Probably smoke some weed, too. (laughs) (laughs) All right there, buddy. (laughs) Going off the rails here. Sorry. (laughs) Uh, Baggins would not approve of this. Yeah, I know. He's shaking his head right now. Sorry. You know what? No. Wait. Hold on. We're back. We're right, we we had to take a quick intermission. Uh, my sister had to poop or something. I was showing off pictures of Zach Bagans <laughs> because of the ridiculousness of the photo. <laughs> not it's very just, flattering, Bagans. Yeah. Not very flattering. It's not very impressive. You're not impressing me, nope. Anyways, but uh, so yeah, like I was saying, I mean, the kukui it goes way back. Uh, the oldest reference to the coco is in an old text named Libro Tres de Doasios. The, the Alfonso III from the year 1274, where it is referred to as a big fish that appears on the shores. But it depends on which uh, Latin region you are hearing the tale from that his name kind of changes, right? Uh, he's known as El Coco, El Cuco, El Coca. And those are just a few of the names that uh, he's been called. It's been uh, changed and added to. Uh, depending, like I said, on every region, uh, its origins also come from Spain, Portugal, Brazil. I mean, any Latin nation that you find yourself in, you're going to hear a story about, you know, the yeah. boogeyman. Yeah. And this is pretty much just like world round, yeah. right? La- La- Latino America has, it, 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 I want to say it, it has a very <laughs> uh, colorful way of... Uh, <laughs> Trying to traumatize children. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, so there is no single agreed upon description of the kukui, though, as far as facial or body descriptions go. But it is stated that uh, this shape shifting being is extremely terrifying to look at. Like he's fucking horrible, just disgusting and stuff. Uh, the, the kukui is described as a shapeless figure, sometimes a hairy monster with mm. sharp teeth, bat like ears, massive claws. And sometimes he's massive and then sometimes he's really small. Kind of just depends. Other times, uh, he's described with an enlarged red ear that kind of like undulates and pulses. Yeah, oh he, that's God. how he listens to the un, the the unrepentant, unrelentless <laughs> kids. Oh. Yep, that's exactly what it is. Uh, he he uses that to, you know, listen to the misbehaving children. That's why it's so red. <laughs> well, it, it pulses and it tells them where to to find you. It's like a beacon. Yeah, Yeah, pretty much. Or radar. How about a radar? There you go. Even better. Uh, But it's also been described as a little old man roaming the streets with a gunny sack slung over his shoulder. Uh, It's not really what he looks like that terrifies 
these uh, children, though, it's what he does. The creature hides in closets or under beds. He takes the form of unassuming shadows, waiting, watching those children who misbehave. Once he's found his prey, he will either devour them instantly or he will capture you in his gunny sack and take you to his lair where he will later enjoy his feast. Which is usually a cave somewhere. Yeah, uh, most mostly from what I've read in the foothills or in the hills of Mexico. Uh, and it seems to be like right out in Mexico City too, Jesus. right? Yeah. So uh, I came across like one of the more commonly told stories, which is kind of humorous and still kind of scary at the same time. It's it's pretty funny. I wanted to include this one. So the storyteller begins with, I grew up in a small town in Mexico. My mother used to tell me ghost stories when I was a child, but none of them scared me as much as El Cucuy. One day I was angry and I cursed at my mother. She got very quiet, and she looked at me with fury burning in her eyes. Slowly and calmly, she said, El cucuy te va a raspar los pies en la noche. Which means, El cucuy is going to scratch your feet tonight. Oh, shit. <laughs> Something about the way she said it really scared me. That night, I went to bed, and it took me nearly two hours to fall asleep. <laughs> the next morning, when I woke up, I got out of bed and noticed that my feet were sore. I looked down and saw that both of my feet had long red scratches on them. It truly terrified me because I didn't know if El Cucuy was real or if my mother was so crazy that she scratched up my feet while I was asleep to teach me a lesson. <laughs> Let's think about this, buddy. Whether the latter is, you're both in trouble. <laughs> yeah, no shit. There's no win-win situation in this one. <laughs> you better hope it's that boogeyman. <laughs> yeah, no shit. <laughs> that's a good one yeah that is a good one uh so like i said many regions come with many stories and this is another one of the stories that is claimed to be one of the origins of el cucuy so another legend says that once upon a time a father was really angry at his kids for misbehaving as of a matter of punishment he decided to lock his kids in his closet to learn their lesson after a while he decided to go to the town and run some errands but he forgot to take his kids out of the closet. Oh, fuck. When he came Habits back to all of us. Yeah. Oh, God. No, it doesn't. <laughs> Don't call CPS. <laughs> uh, so when he came back from the town to his terror, he saw that his barn and his house had caught fire, mm. which killed the kids. Mm. The father was cursed. In disbelief, he decided to look for his kids in many closets. It has been years since he first started looking for his kids. After the years of torment, unable to find them, he started growing an appetite for them. Now he hunts kids and hides in closets at night waiting for the right moment to pounce. Fuck that. That sounds like the male version of La Llorona. But like, no, I'm not about that. No? No, that's so scary because like bef before now this is gonna scare me <laughs> because like before kukui was always just like a shapeless figure that mm -hmm. would take any form but now it's just like it's a well, sad dad well, I've, I've always had the kukui form in my <laughs> i've never had a kukui form in my head and now i'm just like it's a sad dad that now just wants to eat kids well uh it's funny that you're saying this because there are actually roots, like origins, the history behind what inspired El Cucuy. 
So the legend does, like I mentioned, have roots in history that may have inspired the Cucuy. The crime of Gador is the name that was given to the murdering of a child in Spain in the early 1900s. But I want to start by saying that it was believed that drinking the blood of human children and using their body fat as cataplasm was a remedy for tuber tuberculosis. Jesus. Yeah. That is true. Yeah. So in the early 1900s in Spain, Francisco Ortega, El Morono, Moruno, right? Is that the way I'm, am I pronouncing it right? Are you saying Moreno? Moruno. The more? Oh, okay. Yeah? Yeah, okay. it's basically Moreno, yeah. That's where it comes from, more. Okay. Because they're right. dark-skinned, so Moreno. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. So, he had recently been diagnosed with tuberculosis and was desperately seeking a cure. He visited the local curandera, Augustina Rodriguez, who in turn sent for the barber and the healer, Francisco Leona. Leona, who also had a criminal record, agreed to cure Ortega in exchange for 3,000 reales, right, which was their, their currency. Leona and Julio El Tonto Hernandez, <laughs> dumbass, <laughs> pretty much, <Okay. laughs> a son of Augustina, the healer, offered to find a child. On the evening of June 27th, 1910, Francisco Leona kidnapped Bernardo Gonzalez Berra, Parra, a seven-year-old boy from Roja, drugged him with the chloroform, and put him in a sack. Little Bernardo's murder goes as follows. After he was removed from the sack... Dazed, Bernardo was stabbed in the heart by Leona. Ortega mixed his blood with sugar and drank of it. After that, they took the boy to a place known as Las Posicas, where Leona would kill the boy by crushing his skull in with a rock. Then, uh, they extracted the fat and mesentery to make a compress to apply to Ortega's chest. To finish the ritual... Bernardo's body was concealed in a crevice, unburied but covered with herbs and stones, located in Los Posicas. When distributing the actual 3,000, Ortega paid him for his service. The healer, Leona, tried and failed to trick his accomplices. Uh, El Tonto, you know, he didn't... <laughs> Not so much of a tonto. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, after all, right? Uh, realizing Leona's intentions, Hernandez told the civil guard who had seen the boy... Uh, the body of the child while he was chasing partridges. When law enfo enforcement officers arrived, the people of Gador turned uh, Leona over to them as he was known for his illegal and occult practices. During the court proceedings, Leona indicted El Tonto Hernandez in his testimony, who in turn did the same for uh, Leona. Finally, after multiple excuses, both confessed to the crimes. Most of the... Uh, perpetrators were executed by hanging. Leona was sentenced to death, but died in prison. The client Ortega and Augustina, the curandera, were both sentenced to death. Joseph Hernandez was sentenced to 17 years, while his wife Elena was uh, acquitted. Julio El Tonto was sentenced to death too, but received a pardon on grounds of insanity following a psychiatric report. Ortega, on the other hand, throughout the entire legal process, was upset and claimed that he was being judged unfairly, saying that he was desperate and that anyone on their deathbed would basically do anything to live another day, ultimately. At the time of his death, though, just before being hung, Ortega proclaimed to live forever. His last words were that of a promise to take revenge and a warning. Keep your children off the streets, 
for if I find them in the dark, I will take them, drink their blood, and live forever. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Fuck so. that. First of all, I, I wished he died from it. <laughs> like, but, wow. Hey, that uh, big vapor rub out of the kid's family. <laughs> wow. So, what'd I've, you think? I've never heard of that, but that's insane. All of them, glad they died. Um, but still, wow. That's insane. Yeah, so, uh, I mean, that's pretty much what I had got on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, because without really kind of sticking to spookiness Mm -hmm. you're only just going to get a lot of history so this is really kind of the meat of the spooky side of el cucuy because i mean there's a whole different thing where el coco comes from right like Mm -hmm. so the name coco is basically uh uh colloquial like in spain for like a coconut because they thought they saw heads floating in the water when they came to i forgot where uh, because the coconut looks like a head. Oh, I read that and I didn't write it down. Yeah, but but, but that's but that's basically yeah. what I'm saying. It's a lot of lot of history that I didn't think would contribute to the spookiness. Because yeah. yeah. regionally, from where I'm, basically from, it's basically a pumpkin head. Yeah, yeah, that too. Uh, the pumpkin head, just missing a head in general. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, there there's there's a lot of history behind it that uh, I think would have kind of veered us off track yeah. from you know being spooky yeah because mm-hmm. uh and then from there on it goes to the remember the the mano pachona yeah from yeah. uh the avarice uh <laughs> pawnbroker with his hand and then uh remember i told you that that um I, I i don't think i did a spooky update on with the lady that she said what, what she saw behind me no the nayali Na- oh wait oh, yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. that was last week oh uh, yeah so i mean it was basically a witch from the mexican revolution oh yeah and and actually i did a little bit of research into that that actually is the uh i don't want to say wife but the woman who birthed oh my god who's the conquistador that came over and based- cortez cortez he she was the one who birthed two of his children and she murdered them because he threatened to take them back to Spain with him. Oh so God. in order for, uh, well, she had a vision. And what it was was that one of her sons was going to return back and basically wipe out, the, you know, her, her country. So she believed that if he took her sons, that the prophecy was going to come true. So before she, he could take the sons she killed both of them so you did more research on it than i did is it, this it, the malinche yes oh okay yeah and malinche <clears throat> has some roots with la llorona yes exactly and that's where i was going with that shit oh that's sorry basically no 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 sorry i mean it's not like we're doing a whole episode yeah, on this I, this is because they're i mean like i said hispanics mexicans latinx whatever you want to call us or our you know nations just latinos and latinas uh, I mean, we we have a rich, rich, rich culture in all of these superstitions and religions and folklore, yeah. everything. Yeah, yeah, I know. I know how to call my mom, and my mom's like, I got no idea. Yeah. That's from a completely <laughs> so, different region. We can't even keep up with all of them. Yeah, so she had to call her friend that was from that region and explain it to me. And I was like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, were you were you done on your part? Oh yeah, yeah. Like okay. I said, I'm going to keep my uh, el cucuy lullaby for the end all right i'm about that okay so i did 
some research. I didn't do a lot because I feel like everybody knows the boogeyman, the kukui. Right. I didn't do because I knew you were speaking would, like Latino wise, like uh, or well, just everybody has their own version of oh, a okay, boogeyman. Like, um, mm-hmm. But uh, just uh, I know that Eric was going to be doing the kukui, so I didn't do too much on it. So uh, he covered pretty much everything that I did. But um, there is one rhyme or lullaby or not even a rhyme. Or not a lullaby, yeah, I guess just a rhyme, rhyme. yeah, that um, from the seventeenth century, and <laughs> and I'm just gonna read it real quick. I'm gonna do the Spanish version and then the English version. Duermete niño, duermete ya, que viene el coco, ete comera, and that translates to sleep, child, sleep now, else coco comes and will eat you. Imagine fucking going to sleep to that <laughs> from your Whoa. abuela. <laughs> Wait till the end because I don't think you picked up on the rhyme or the rhythm. No, I... I or the full version. No, I literally... <clears throat> I looked for some and then YouTube was just like suggesting all this random shit. And I was yeah, like, you know what? Yeah. There's actually an interesting documentary on El Cucuy. It's called uh, uh, In the Shadows of the Cucuy. And it's a guy who, and it's actually pretty interesting, right? So it's a guy who's dressed as the kukui, playing the kukui, basically giving the history from like the first perspective, uh, first person perspective. That's actually pretty cool. Uh, I would highly recommend it. It's all in Spanish though, but it does it is accompanied by subtitles. Hmm. Uh, like that one cartoon, Book of Life. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. All right. Okay, so I'm just gonna go over a little bit. Um, so in Brazil and Portugal, the coco can be a small owl or other birds of prey that could be on the roofs of homes at night or an old man that waits on the tops of roofs with a bag. Ooh. I know. I'm just like, can you imagine an old man just like chilling on somebody's roof? Like, What's what the, What are you doing up that's there? The, that's <laughs> the pinnacle of El Robachicos. And uh-huh. the, the funny thing about it is that uh, in my adolescence, the Mexican uh, news or I guess just television channels would run advertisements on this. What? And they would, the I don't know if anybody out there is familiar with it. They would tell you, ojo, mucho mm-hmm. ojo. And they would tell you, like, basically it's lurking everywhere. So okay. you got to keep an eye out. If you're, it would be advertised for kids. Like, they would give a scenario where the kids were at and some stranger would pop out and like steal them. Oh shit. Oh, and, they would, Christ. and they would tell you, ojo, mucho ojo. Like, you know, watch your surroundings, always be aware. Oh, I get what you're saying. No, yeah, and yeah, yeah. It was okay. literally like a PSA and they would run it in the morning, in the evening, in the mm-hmm. night, mm-hmm. and it would be, you know, kind of terrorizing because they would give you some hardcore scenarios and they would always say, ojo, mucho ojo. <laughs> No shit. That's cool. Okay. Yeah. What the fuck? (laughs) Can you imagine seeing that when you're little? Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah. Well, I think one of the other things, which I I hate to admit, but uh, border is pretty dangerous. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right. And that was another thing that I read had kind of perpetuated the idea of El Cucuy as well is because, I mean, there is a lot of human trafficking Mm -hmm. also along the border, which uh, kind of feeds into the legend as well because i mean at that point it doesn't matter anybody can be 
El Cucuy now because they're just kidnapping you. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna pause it uh, so you can edit this out just so you can see the infomercials. Okay. They will tell you to use your common sense. Because you basically get killed. What the fuck? That's just one of them. Like, and they would give you the little eye with the person. Yeah. And wow. it's like a bunch of them, like different wow. scenarios. You know, Jesus. I'd actually kind of want to leave that in just to give an idea. Yeah. Of that's crazy. How. Or, well, Jesse, send the link to Eric. So, I don't know, like. Sorry, another one's playing. I don't know how to like edit in audio like that. Oh yeah, I, I can do it. Okay, uh, I'll send it to you. Yeah, uh, yeah. Before that, and the, I'll probably pick the creepiest one, I guess. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> hell yeah. Okay. So back to this. Um. So we're leaving off on El Coco on the roof with the bag. So, in Slavic folklore, the version of the boogeyman is actually not called the Baba Yaga, but is the Baba Babaika or something. What is it? Babaika. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I ju- I'm just like not pronouncing that correctly. I know <laughs> you're gonna upset the Baba Yaika. I know. Please don't come for me. <laughs> okay, Baba Yaika. Oh, I'm just picturing like Treehouse of Horrors, where the Harry Potter one, and they try to transform like the the frog or something, and just kill me. <laughs> like he just <laughs> manifested a really ugly version of it. I like know. why would you do this? Um, me, I'm just picturing like she just walks outside and Keanu Reeves is like, you're saying it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so, um, no, the Baba Yaga is a different folklore legend. This, the Babaika is different. That's what I'm saying. That's a good saying wrong. Oh, anyways. So, also known as Babai or Babai. The description of the Babaika is a crooked old man with physical defects like missing arms He's mute and he has a lameness, meaning like he probably like limps or something. Okay, okay. So the babaika carried with them a a bag and a cane and lives either in the first forest, sorry, Jesus Christ, lives in the forest, a swamp, or in a garden. They walk the streets at night, taking the children they encounter in the street and putting him in the bag he carries. They also look inside the windows of children to watch them, and if they are not sleeping, he starts making noises to scare them. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, that is why I put uh, the cure Spider-Man for uh, Lullaby for (laughs) South. That is literally (laughs) things. Okay, go ahead. Anyway, so (laughs) the babaika can also hide under the beds of children and take them when they get up. Also, Sal would be taken so quickly. (laughs) 
and then returned just as promptly. <laughs> please take him. He eats too much. Like, even with a bath and stuff. Like, please just take him. <laughs> um, okay. So the German culture has the Butzemann. I think that's how you say it. Which can also be used to... Dis- uh, they also describe as a demon, a ghost spirit, or goblin. Unlike the two previously mentioned boogeyman, they only do harm... They not only do harm to children, this one rewards the good children. Oh, okay. So, to good German children, the Butzemann brings apples as gifts during the night. To the, the misbehaved children, the Butzemann will sneak into their house and steal them in a large sack to never return to their family. There is a children's song about the Butzemann that is some... Uh, and this is the translated song. Abi Butzaman is dancing around in our house. Abi Butzaman is dancing around in our house. He jolts about, he shakes about, he throws his sack over his shoulder. Abi Butzaman is dancing around in our house. Ooh, creepy. Fuck that. Like, you know, and it's funny though, going back to your comparison to where like there's a good and then there's a bad, mm-hmm. uh, that is a, a comparison that a lot of people make with the El Cucuy is that, you know, how there's guardian angels who watch over you. There's also El Cucuy who watches over the misbehaved children. And it seems like that's a common thing uh, across like the world as well, because you have St. Nicholas and then you have Grampus, you know, you have things like that. So it's pretty interesting how these stories have evolved. That actually is a good segue into my next one. Oh, there is also a very popular, widely televised Christmas special in Mexico where Santa Claus fights the devil. (laughs) (laughs) I think I've heard of this. What? Is it like a lucha match? Um, Kind of, because some luchadors do help him. Eye rolls, like, of course they do. <laughs> this is, I grew up with this, so it's not crazy for me. So, uh, basically, Santa has like his outpost and he's been worrying the kids, and then you know, the devil was like trying to ruin it, you know what I mean? And of course, doing devil things, yeah. And he they, they do the whole thing where he comes out with the fangs and the horns and all red, and uh-huh. they try to make him as creepy as possible. And, you know, the luchadors are like, we'll help you, Santa. And they're like, <laughs> so, uh, you know. Is gonna... El Santo there? Uh, yeah, he's one of the, the main ones, yes. Wow. He's okay. the, the golden child of Mexico, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so I'm going to put this out there, and I hope no one steals my idea, even though I'm pretty sure somebody has come up with it. But, you know, like the old Shogun mask style tattoos where uh-huh. it's the Shogun masks? I want to do one with a luchador mask, oh, but in God. that style, in like the Shogun mask style. <laughs> that would be super cool. <laughs> right? Have you ever seen anything like that? I don't think I have, actually. I totally want to do that. That's hilarious. Okay, so anyways, back to our great segue. So. That was derailed by Santa fighting. In luchadores. Um, (laughs) In Spain, there is El Hombre del Saco. Am I saying that right, Jesse? Uh El Hombre del Saco. Okay, which means the sack man. The man is described as an ugly, skinny old man carrying a large sack on his back to pick up and take misbehaving children. Why are we laughing? I'm sorry. I'm showing him a clip of the of uh, Santa Claus versus the devil. <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. Wow. This truly exists, people. This truly oh, exists. Hello. What Whoa, is that for? Yeah. <laughs> Candy Cane Kingdom makes sense. 
Wow. Oh, I wait. Oh. They shot the fucking devil in his ass. Like that one song in church. And if the devil doesn't like it, he could say it on, on attack. attack. <laughs> oh my God. Okay, let's continue. Sorry. I'm all, just so you know, what's the thing? Yeah, sorry. That whole time we were, I was giving my great commentary. We were watching a video. Um, anyways, so uh, back to the description. The man is described as an ugly, skinny old man carrying a large sack on his back to pick up and take misbehaving children. Mm. He, for some reason, is an accepted member of society, though, that is allowed to roam around supper time and pick up children that are not listening to their parents or returning home in that time. That is true. He's even welcomed. My uh, grandmother would go, el roba, el roba chicos, ahí anda fuera. <laughs> like there's nothing like yeah he's normally just strolls around around this so time you better you get home start looking at the at your watch right yeah. and abuelitas and tias just well, no, like, it was never the time it was oh. always the sun yeah oh, oh okay, okay. It's, it's always right when you're about to get to bed not after bed after bed you're cool something else is gonna get you <laughs> it's between so that. there's always something that's gonna get yeah you. it's you know as a as a hispanic you're always fighting some kind of evil force <laughs> off whether it be in the bath, you know, if you don't if you don't eat your food, you know if you don't eat good, you're always fighting the evil forces. You're essentially a superhero. <laughs> I like it. Hispanic, Hispanic superhero. Gotcha. All right. So, anywho's. Um, so this is the segue. He is also described as Saint Nick's evil sidekick. Because he is the yin to his yang. He is, you know, Saint Nick is doing the good stuff. And fucking Sackman is over here doing the bad stuff. Keeping everything in balance. And where was this from again? This is from Spain. Oh, okay. So this would be kind of like Germany or whatever's Krampus. Yeah, I guess so. Or yeah. vice versa. Because um, I don't know too much about the how far back the Saint Nick Krampus things go back. But... Well, actually, they predate Christianity, St. Well, Nick and, and Krampus. Oh, yeah, that's, really? that's what I'm saying, because it, it goes like into uh, the Michelin, uh, basically Aztec, mm-hmm, bad mm-hmm. face kind of thing that it gets derived from from the huh. Popovo. So I'm like, yeah, it goes, you know, it, it goes back there, too. Huh. I okay. guess the, the meshing of everything, I mean... Uh, There's that, a lot of overlap, it yeah, seems. Yeah, it does. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, so my next one, I am just going to fucking butcher the shit out of, and I'm so goddamn sorry. <laughs> so in Algeria, there is the, oh gosh, Hawa, Hawa, Hawa. I'm not going to say that no, again. No, actually, that was pretty accurate, because I'm, I'm familiar with this one as well. Okay, so this boogeyman is more of a chimera, made up of different animal parts, and has flaming eyes. When a child misbehaves, the Hawa Hawa steals the children away. So I saw a version of the story that says, uh, one version says that uh, this creature wears the clothes of the children it steals, like it stitches it together and wears a coat. Then another version I saw was that it wears the skin of the children he steals and makes it as a coat. And he continues to take the children to mend his coat. Wow. I know, like isn't... Like Jeepers Creepers kind yeah, of stuff? Isn't yeah, isn't that the creepiest thing? Ooh, that is nice. Algeria, getting real graphic. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, okay, so this next one is 
was just like, okay. Like, this next one, I almost wanted to propose its own episode. And I was like, I don't think there's enough on it. <laughs> so, in the Shizuka Prefe- Prefecture of Japan is the <laughs> Abaozu. He is depicted as a large humanoid priest in blue clothes with one eye. Think of Cyclops. Like, not like a giant eye instead of just like one missing oh, eye like of Mike two. Mike Wazowski? Yeah. Think of Mike Wazowski. <laughs> okay. Wait, wait to make it that creepy. <laughs> Um, so during the springtime, when children are late returning home and try to cut through wheat fields, the Abalzu is there waiting for them so he can kidnap them. In the Kagawa prefecture, the Abalzu is said to appear before women and asks them, how about having your neck? If the woman rejects without saying anything, he will attack the woman until she is unconscious and then hang her by the neck. If the in the Yamagata prefecture there is a bathroom in an elementary school along the base of a mountain that is haunted, here the face of the about oh gosh Obazu will appear from the toilet to stare at whoever is using it. Wow! What a pervert! Yeah, no shit. And it's an elementary school. Yeah, not very Mike Wazowski. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> all right anyways so in oga in the akita prefecture in japan there is the namahage uh, a ghastly ogre like an ghastly ogre like demon that frightens lazy and misbehaving children to get it together <laughs> um, uh, motivational speaker yeah almost. basically <laughs> all right good um, job shrek like <laughs> so there's actually a festival in mid-february for the namagahe Around 6 p.m., a large bonfire is lit in the center of the town's main square where people will stop by to pay their respects. Oh, gosh, I'm going to sneeze. Oh. Go ahead. It's okay. You let it out. No. You've got to just press under your nose and you won't sneeze. Oh, okay. okay. Sorry. Anyways. Um, Urban myth. No, it works. I just did it. <laughs> She's all fart. Well, of course. <laughs> yeah, no shit. When you plug up your nose holes, of course it's going to stop. I didn't do that. I pressed right here. Anyways. Um... <laughs> Try it, guys. Tell me if it works. Um, okay, anyways. So, um, around 6 p.m., a large bonfire is lit in the center of the town's main square where people will stop to pay their respects. Around 7.30, groups of men descend down the mountain carrying torches, massive axe-sized knives, wearing straw capes and ogre masks. They will soon make their way into the crowd shouting, Are there any crybabies around? Are there wow. any naughty kids around? That is like a, a San Antonio Theo's <laughs> fucking heaven. All the while, grabbing kids in the crowd that they suspect are lazy or naughty to scare them straight. Or traumatize. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> I want in on this actually. <laughs> well, so I was telling Eric earlier, I actually looked this up on YouTube, and unfortunately, the only video I, I had the time to look at was one while during 2020 where the they pandemic, were social distancing. Yeah. So they actually couldn't be like well, interacting then, with the kids. Well, then you, my friend, I need to introduce to Krampus Nacht. Yeah, Which, no, I've seen the the, oh, the, the yeah. clips of that. Oh my god, I want to join Krampusnak. I don't know what that is, but so basically, a bunch of men, young, old, doesn't matter, run through the streets. Think, think of like the running of the bulls, but a bunch of people dressed up as Krampus. Oh my god! And they are given permission to whoever they catch out on the streets 
they beat the shit out of. Oh my gosh. <laughs> not not like not terribly. Uh, yeah, I'm, but like not they terribly beat the shit out of them. Well, like, I mean they they have like, you know, like sticks like that they, they would like, just go up to and ah, so like a switch, but like not switches hurt. <laughs> It's, not, it's like playful beating. It's not yeah, it's, like oh, okay. it's not vengeful beating. Yeah, it's I'm more just, like I'm thinking angry, angry parent beating. Nah, so, like okay. think, no, of bunch, no. think of a bunch of drunk San Antonio <laughs> Theos trying to like exactly. Oh my god, it's it's, yeah. it's you know it's the the Theos and the nephews wrestling type. Yeah, <laughs> where you're like ah yeah. Oh my god, you, you know how Dad and Rudy pick on Wilito? Yeah. And how they push him, and yeah. they're not really hurting him, yeah. but they're still picking on it. That's basically that. But then imagine it, they're not knowing them as relatives, and then dressed <laughs> as like, as like a, big a, scary a demon. Guy. <laughs> and I'm, then I'm just like, how how do we contact Ron Nirenberg about this, <laughs> <laughs> sir? I have an idea. <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> I'm just telling you, it sounds like a lot of fun. Like, oh you know, my god. That should be one of them, like El Noche El Cucuy. Yeah. Oh, El Cucuy. Yeah. That Terrorize so all the silver teeth kids in San Antonio. Sir, bring in your badass little kids. <laughs> We're going to traumatize them. All the silver teeth kids. <laughs> oh bring them in. <laughs> okay, we're getting off topic. I'm so sorry. Oh, my God. But that is such a good idea. That is such a good idea. El I Noche know, del Cucuy. I know a lot of uh, single mothers that would appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, no shit. Oh, my God. Anyway. Let's sign a petition. Let's put oh a petition together God. for San Antonio. <laughs> okay. We're ba- going back to this. <sighs> Can't scare your kid? Call 1-800. You know, <laughs> we have our own service. Yeah, 1-800-Cucuy, tios. <laughs> Yeah. There we go. Okay. I'll show up with a 24 ouncer and no, no. <laughs> We're setting ourselves short here. A 40. We'll go scare them. You provide the 40. Oh the six God, that's our payment. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to need a margarita or two before okay. I can start oh, traumatizing. Shit, drunk Thea takes it to a different level, though. Yeah, drunk Thea's are yeah. not the one to Give fuck us, with. Yeah. I, us- I'm not even joking. My aunt scared me from sex because she made me think that my wiener was going to fall off. <laughs> So, wait, was this Chino yes, or this was Chino. Oh, no, okay. this was Chino. Oh, God damn it. It's, it's, it's a bit concerning that I'm just like, which aunt was it? <laughs> no, that puts it in per- into perspective. Pick, a, pick one. Like, like Jesse said, we are at war with so many things as a, as a Latin culture. Mm-hmm. It's just take your pick, man. What do you, what do you. What? <laughs> Okay. We, what hill do you want to die? <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. We're getting back to it. We're getting back to okay, it. I'm okay. I'm sorry. Um, in the Inuit religion, there is the... Oh, God. I even wrote it down and I think it <laughs> auto-corrected it. Ihirak. That is a shape-shifting creature that kidnaps children, hides them away, and then abandons them. Sometimes the children are able to convince the Ihirak to let them go, though. The Ihirak can shapeshift into whatever it wants to, but no matter what form it inhabits, its eyes will always remain red. It is said that their real form is just like a human, but their eyes and mouths are sideways. What is the what, what is the what? name of this creature again? Ihirak. Ihirak? Yeah, and it's uh, from the Inuit. Okay, so uh, all my uh, cousins on Thanksgiving that are out there getting high, just <laughs> whenever your tia asks you, tell them you're possessed by uh, Ihirak. Oh, God. Red eyes, baby. (laughs) 
Anyways, so uh, the next one is one that actually kind of freaked me out. There is an Egyptian Arabic creature called the Abu Rigo Masluka, which translate to the man with the burnt leg. The Abu Rigo Masluka was burnt as a child because he did not listen to his parents. Now he takes pleasure in hunting down children that do not listen to his parents to cook and eat them. Sounds creepy. If you look up the artwork for that, like, girl, you're going to get a bit traumatized. <laughs> and this is my last one. In Serbian folklore, there is the babaroga, which is an ugly old hag with the horn in the middle of her forehead that Ooh. goes through the night looking for bad children. She will steal the children and put them in her bag to drag them to de to devour in her cave. She will okay. sometimes reach through the cracks in the ceiling Ooh, to steal the children. That's creepy. Yeah, and that is where I leave off. Is an, a witch fucking dragging children through the ceiling in cracks. Fucking awesome. That is good. But not as awesome as Mr. Nuremberg. Please. <laughs> <laughs> Please, if you're a listener. He is not a listener. <laughs> that dude is jacked. Have I, you? I know, Jen. I know. Yeah. I know. Inverted triangle status. God damn it. God damn it. Why do you always take it there? Why? It's the tequila. I guess. Jesus Christ. Anyways, no. sorry. I always have to end up in this. Silver fox. In this fucking area. If it's not Baggins. <laughs> it's the mayor. It's somebody. Somebody always ends up. So I don't know if we mentioned this throughout the episode because, you know, I've had like two, this is my third one now, uh, 24. I don't know how many Jesse has had, but uh, I don't keep count. I'm a lady. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't remember if we mentioned that my sister made a pretty strong margarita at the beginning of this episode. That's the only way to make them. Yeah. Just like the meme says, like with the spices that you wait for your ancestors to tell you when to stop. <laughs> she does the same thing in measuring her tequila. <laughs> I'm just saying that, you know, she goes dory on it sometimes. <laughs> oh, yeah. One time I was like, did I put tequila? Let me put more. <laughs> this is before, of course, this is like the first one. She's like, hmm, I don't remember where I put anything. I can't taste it. So let me just put some more. I told Jesse, I was like, I don't want to buy like to or margaritas from anywhere anymore because I can't taste the tequila. And I was like, I'm just going to start Thank like, you, bringing pandemic. my own little tequila flask. <laughs> okay. Yeah. But uh, yeah. On Jen's alcoholism. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for joining Alcohol's Corner. Mm -hmm. Thanks, guys. Tell us what you drink while you're listening to yeah. us. Because oh, clearly yeah. that's the only thing you can be doing while you're listening yeah. to us. <laughs> the cuckoo's over there with Sal going like, you know what? <laughs> <laughs> it ain't too bad over here. <laughs> I know you're awake right now. <laughs> <laughs> He's just... <laughs> God, I can imagine it, right? Kukui is just looking over the bed. And when he pops his head over the bed, Sal is already looking, smiling at him. Just Dude. Like, oh, wait. <laughs> you don't even know. Because uh, that day that Jesse worked late, like, I was having a battle with him. Like, stay in bed, dude. And so I came over here to wash dishes and mm. like I'm listening to spooky shit and then I turn around and he's just staring at me in the hallway and I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, boy. He's on me and Kukui would like a snack. <laughs> <laughs> no lie. Okay, so 
he has a a deep bite mark on his arm. Oh yeah. And uh, I was in a terror. I was like, oh, is the kukui trying to bite him to, to behave? <laughs> but then he bit him back. And that was... <laughs> That's where he was like, fuck. That's me with my paper, my my brown paper bag on my 24, <laughs> if y'all would like to know. We're all classy here, yeah. clearly. No, no koozies in this house. <laughs> I, had a, I had a very, um, back in the day when I was younger, I worked at a convenience store and... Uh, I had this man, um, I said, hey, would you like a brown bag? And he's like, I already have a wife, thank you. <laughs> he walked away from <laughs> cold-blooded, wow. yes. Oh, man. Well, wow. I hope everybody enjoyed this one. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I really liked it because uh, it really does show how rich, like, all of our Latin cousins and brothers and sisters are, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, Latino America in, in general was fucking amazing you know it just yeah yeah you just literally shake a stick at it and you'll find something cool <laughs> yeah and no. supernatural yeah for yeah. sure all Yo, of us are haunted yeah. <laughs> yeah we all have some type of experience yeah. yeah i mean from our aunt's head turning all the way around and being possessed to <laughs> it's a story we'll get into later yeah, yeah. I mean, even the food is haunted, man. Like, it, it leads to supernatural yeah. stuff. Uh, <laughs> our origin for tamales and stuff like that. You know, it's all... Yeah, mm, yeah. Tamales. Don't eat the corn husk, guys, if you're going to try tamales. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, don't eat the corn husk. And don't read into uh, too much of the Aztec roots to it. Uh, just enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, I think uh, that we can wrap it up. Wait. Yes, I have my lullaby. Our debut. Our debut. Okay. All uh, right. We'll be streaming on Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> We're SoundCloud rappers uh-huh. now. Yeah. Is that what it let's, is? Let's do okay. this. Uh, again, I apologize for the horrible singing, but this was the lullaby that my sister had mentioned mm-hmm. earlier. Yeah, and I hope it, uh, as we're signing off, it, uh, and you're in bed relaxing laughing about it uh takes you off to a special place tonight yeah i hope Mm so uh so jen i don't know if you want to sign off with all the regular stuff before i play it yeah um you can find us on podbean spotify apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, and wherever the hell you guys are listening make sure to send in your stories to let's chat paranormal at gmail.com and i can't forget we're gonna be at the victoria's black swan inn on september 18th i forgot to mention it at the beginning of the episode we're going to be there from 6 to 11, me and Eric. Um, don't bring cookies for Jesse. Come buy some merch. Bring cookies. Goth girls, please. Don't don't bring cookies. She's right. You know, just go I ahead might, and bring girl, your personal artwork. You know, just anything. If you bring anything for Jesse, you're going to get these hands, I'm just going to say. Bring, bring sweaty hands. <laughs> oh, God. All right, Eric. Oh. Take it away. All right, guys. Well, I hope y'all, I bid y'all sweet dreams. See y'all later. Bye. Duermate, niño, duermate ya, que viene el coco y te lleva. Duermate, niño, duermate ya, que viene el coco y te Thank <laughs> you.